0: Welcome to the Andrea Ingstrom show. I'm passionate about helping you break through to your next level of abundance, success, and freedom so that you can create the life you desire and inspire others to do the same. I'm your host, Andrea Ingstrom. And on today's show, we're going to talk about the formula for change. Why do some people stay stuck and others are achieving powerful goals and amazing things in their life? And so I want to break down for you the key elements that lead to people creating change. So there's a formula and I want you to get out a pen and a piece of paper today and write this down. So this is the formula. D times V plus F S must be greater than R. So those letters stand for D is for dissatisfaction, v is for vision for the future fs is first steps and those things must be greater than r which is resistance to change and so our level of dissatisfaction multiplied by our clear vision for the future plus our clarity of first steps if those things are greater than our resistance to change then it is likely that we will create change in our life But if that equation is backwards and our resistance to change is higher than the other side of the equation, then the likelihood is we are going to stay stuck. So if you have found yourself in a place where you feel stuck in a particular area of your life, I want to encourage you to walk through this process with me today. So I want to give you a couple of examples of how this plays out in, in the real world. So I wanna introduce you to Sally. We'll call her security driven Sally. And Sally would rate herself as a level three in her dissatisfaction. Her clarity of vision is probably at a two out of 10. And her first steps, uh, her clarity of first steps is maybe a one. And if you do the math, three times two plus one is seven. And her resistance to change is is right at the top of the scale at a nine. And so nine is actually greater than seven. And so she is not ready for change. So let's dig into her situation. Sally doesn't like change. In fact, she's a nine out of 10 in resistance to change her level of dissatisfaction with her current situation is pretty low, maybe because it's predictable and secure. And Sally values predictability and security. So she has this nagging feeling that she's meant for something more, and she has a desire to create generational wealth for her children but she mostly just takes care of other people around her and hasn't spent much time creating clarity around what she really wants for the future. So change feels overwhelming, so she hasn't created a plan her first steps on how to get there. So Sally's resistance to change at a nine is higher than that other side of the equation, which equals seven. And so until she becomes more dissatisfied, or gains more clarity of her vision for the future, and her first steps to get there, then she will likely remain in her status quo. Example number two is Claire, and we'll call her clarity Claire. So Claire also is has low dissatisfaction. She's at about a three in her level of dissatisfaction. But her vision for the future is about a seven. And her clarity of first steps is about a four right now. And her resistance to change is just at about an eight. And so if you total up her her other side of the equation, her dissatisfaction at a three times seven in her clarity of vision plus four for her first steps. That's 25. And so 25 is greater than that eight, which is her resistance to change. And so she is ready for change. So what does that look like in her life? Well, Claire is also, as we discussed, not highly dissatisfied with her current situation. Things are pretty good in most areas of her life. But like Sally, She doesn't particularly like change and she values security, but She has a burning desire to create that generational wealth and took an online class on real estate investing like I did one time and she gained clarity in her vision for the future and has started the training to learn how to do investing. And so even though Claire is pretty happy with her life and has a high resistance to change, she now has a clear vision for the future and clear first steps. So she will effect a powerful change in her life. The more clarity that she gets on what she wants for her future and how to make it happen, the more likely she is to make changes in her life to powerfully move toward that future. And so you see, we don't have to have a super high level of dissatisfaction with something going on in our life. We don't have to even know all of the first steps. If our level of clarity of vision for the future is high enough, um, it can overcome our resistance to change. But most of us don't take the time to get really clear on our vision for the future. We have this idea that things could be better. And we maybe, we maybe even are complaining about, you know, what we don't want um, and saying, oh, I wish. But we haven't really taken the time to, to map out what our goals are, to map out with clarity what we really want. And I encourage you guys all the time that if you will take some time to do some journaling about what you really want, it can have a really powerful impact on your life. And so one of the ways that I want to encourage you to do this is in categories. And so this is an exercise I take my, my groups through when I, when I have people going through my bold confidence blueprint group, um, we go through some exercises together on how to get clarity of your vision for the future. And so the categories that I will suggest, so get out that pen and paper and write this down as well. Some of the categories that people find helpful when they're, when they're visualizing what they want for the future are areas like your health, family life, romance, your spiritual life, mental, your mental health, right? Um, fun or hobbies, social, like friends and interaction with others, home like your home environment, your career, your investing, and money in general, your finances. And so write down each of the categories that I've mentioned that are important to you. You may have another category you want to add to it or replace one of them with, but write down those categories. And then the first thing I want you to do is rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 and your current level of satisfaction with each of those areas. And what we're looking for here is what is important to you? What do you wanna be focused on right now? And so whatever areas you rate yourself um, lower on the scale, Um, where you're like, I'm really unhappy with how things are going in my health right now. Maybe your energy is low. Maybe you have packed on a few more pounds and held on to them. Uh, Maybe you're just not as active as you would like to be. Or maybe you're dealing with some, like a diagnosis and some stuff that really needs your attention right now. Um, So you may be rating yourself lower in the area of health, or you may say, I really need to be focused on money right now because I'm unhappy with my current income. Um, I have I, you know, I have this idea of what I'm capable of and I know that I'm not hitting those things. I'm seeing other people that are, are doing th- what I'm doing, but they're doing it at a higher level of income. And so I want to be, I want to make an impact on the money that I see coming in every month, right. Or my big picture, financial picture. I got too much debt or I, you know, I, I don't have enough in this particular area to be able to do the things that I really want to do. And so, so right for each of those areas, how you would rate yourself on a scale of one to 10. And then what I want you to do is next is journal around what a perfect 10 would look like in each of those areas. And so this is a stretch for some of us because most of us don't spend a lot of time asking ourselves this question, what do I really want? And when you're journaling about this, if you have a hard time coming up with answers to what do I really want? Maybe just write, wouldn't it be cool if, wouldn't it be cool if I had $100,000 a month coming in? And some of you are are listening to this and saying, wouldn't it be cool if I had $100,000 in a year coming in? That would be pretty cool too. But your level of beliefs will often determine what your level of, Um, goals are that you set. And so what a perfect 10 is for you, it's gonna be different for you than it is for other people. And so I wanna encourage you to just take a few moments for each of these categories and write, what would a perfect 10 be for you? And on future episodes, we're gonna dig in a lot deeper on how to elevate your beliefs and and really shift in that area so that you can dream bigger. Um, But for right now, just write, what would be a perfect 10 for you? And then our next step in this process is to take the things that are really important to you that you've written down and you go, yeah, that perfect 10 vision is, is really important to me. That's what I want for the future. And I want you to take what you've written and turn it into SMART goals. And so for those of you who are like, yeah, I've heard of SMART goals, what exactly is that? I wanna walk you through a SMART goal and that's an acronym. So the S stands for specific, which means it's targeted, it's concrete, it is fully defined. The M stands for measurable. So there's metrics that you can track. The A is attainable or actionable, so it is something that you can take action on. The R is relevant, so it means it aligns with your values and your vision for the future. And the T is time-based, so there is a deadline associated with it. And so, I want to give you an example of some smart goals and what or what that looks like when you're when we're thinking. Okay, what is a smart goal? Um, And so some people will tell me um, I'm a real estate investor and some people, when I ask them about their goals that are also real estate investors, they'll say, I want to have short-term rentals. Now, is that a smart goal? Well, there's some specificity to it. Instead of just saying, I want to be a real estate investor, you're saying, I wanna do short-term rentals. That's specific. But what if instead you wrote something along the lines of, I want to close on a property For a short-term rental in St. Petersburg, Florida by October 31st of 2023. Now that is specific, right? It's specific. It's measurable. It is attainable. It is relevant and it is time-based. There's a deadline to it. And so anything that you've written that is just, I want more or better Um, Put some metrics to it, put a date to it, put something that is specific to that. And the reason this is so important in part is that when you are specific, your brain will go to work to figure out how to make it happen. And so will other people's. And so if you were to share that goal with someone else, if you just said, I want short term rentals, people are like, Oh, that's cool. Me too. But if you said, I want a short term rental in St. Petersburg, Florida by this date, now my brain's going to go to work and I'm going to go, well, who do I know in St. Petersburg? Who do I know in that area that I could connect them to? Is there a resource that I could get that I could help them with. And, you know, we think we start thinking about, okay, how am I going to get the down payment? Or how am I going to finance that deal? And I can connect them with someone who can help with that, right? So because it's being specific, it allows your brain and other people's around you to go to work to help make it true. And so when we make the vision clear, other people can take it and run with it, right? When we make the vision clear, other people can take it and run with it. And so I want to encourage you to write each of the goals, each of the things that you would say, that would be a perfect 10 in my life. And that's an area that I really want to focus on right now. Um, Get some specificity to what you have written down. So the next step is to then look at the goals that you've written down and then ask yourself this question. This is one of my favorite questions, y'all. What is the one thing that I can do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary. This question is huge. And let me tell you why, because when we try to focus on a hundred different goals at once, our time can become fragmented. We can start to start one project and stop and start another project and stop. And then pretty soon we've got a whole bunch of projects going on, right? And so if we can break it down and kind of pull it back and say, what is the one thing I could do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary. And I, I'm a, you know, I'm a real estate investor. So I want to share with you like an example of some goals that I would hear as a real estate investor. Um, When I first got started, I would, I would say, well, I want to have, um, I want to have $200,000 in the bank. In my savings account, I want to flip four houses this year. I want to do a wholesale deal every month. And I want to purchase two short term rentals by the end of this year. And so I would set goals that are kind of like that. But if you looked at those four goals and you said, okay, of those goals, what's the one thing I could do such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary? And so in that situation, I might say, well, if I had $200,000 in the bank, it sure would be easier to get a couple short-term rentals going, right? If I had $200,000 in the bank, it would sure be easier to flip four houses this year. And if I had $200,000 in the bank, I might decide that wholesaling is unnecessary if my goal with getting 200000 in the bank or my goal with wholesaling is actually to get $200,000 in the bank. And so I might decide that my, my one thing is wholesaling to get $200,000 in the bank. Or I might say, well, my one thing, my one thing goal is to get $200,000 in the bank And if I can figure out how to do that without wholesaling or flipping houses, my real big goal, my end game is that I want short term rentals. And so if I had 200,000 in the bank, I would just go buy short term rentals and I may not do the other two strategies. And so you see how if you get really clear on your one thing, it can make everything else easier or unnecessary. And so if you have a, you know, if I had a different way to put 200000 in the bank that wouldn't require months and months of flipping houses or building up my my wholesale um, opportunities, um, such as if I were, I might go, well, if I were to refinance my proper, my home, then I would have 200000 in the bank and I could go buy short-term rentals. And that would make the other two things easier or unnecessary and it would start generating the income that I want every month. And so this is just an example. And I'm not saying that should be your goals. I'm just saying like when we think through what the process, you know, sometimes we ask ourselves, Is my, are, are my goals what I really want or is it what I think that they should be or what I think I have to do in order for other things to happen? And so this is, this is why this is such a powerful, powerful question. What is the one thing that I could do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary? Right. And so when we get really, really clear about our vision for the future and start asking ourselves the right questions to determine our first steps, that is when we can create massive change in our lives. And it doesn't have to be precipitated by a big event of something like blowing up in our life. We don't have to wait until we're so dissatisfied that we can't stand it another minute in order to create the change. You can get clarity of your vision for the future and your clarity of first steps and start to make the change happen and not wait until you are suffering so terribly that change is the only option, right? And so, you know, I've talked to so many people over the years that have been what we call suffering in comfort. They have been in uh, a mode where, you know, things are bad, but they're, they're not quite bad enough to make a change. I see people in jobs for years, decades, even where they're like, yeah, I don't like my job, but it's not that bad. And they, you know, they pay me pretty decent, but I don't like this and this and this, and I really just want to be financially free or I want to start my own business. And they spend decades not doing the thing that they really want to do because they're comfortable, because they are, uh, suffering in comfort. And so there's this story that I heard the other day of, um, these these, uh, people in a community that were, that were put in prison unjustly, but they were put in prison. And so the other people in the community in this little village came around them and they said, what can we do? They're, they're suffering in prison. And so one of them said, well, the food in the prison is terrible. And so they brought them food that was good to eat. And another, another person in the community said, well, the beds in the, there's no beds in the prison that are comfortable. Let's bring them pillows and blankets so they can rest comfortably while they're in prison. And another person in the community said, let's figure out how to get them out. Like, let's bring them the keys to be out of the prison. And so many of us have been suffering in comfort. We are shopping. We are drinking. We are eating and overeating and over drinking and over shopping just to be more comfortable in our suffering. And my goal for each of you, what I want, my desire of my heart for each of you is that you will create a life that you do not need to escape from, that you do not need to find ways to be more comfortable in your suffering because the reality that you have created is the the dream of your heart, that you are living in a great sense of fulfillment because you're living in your purpose and your passion and you're creating the income and the success and the health and the wealth that you want for yourself and for your family and to make an impact on the world And I don't want you to have to go through tremendous suffering in order to get the clarity of vision and create the change that you want, because you have the power to change your life right now. And so what what we've talked about today, when it comes to getting clear on your vision for the future, this is not just about writing down your hopes and dreams. This is about getting out of suffering. This is about making a change in your life that will impact the whole rest of your life. The whole rest of your life can change. You do not have to accept mediocrity. You do not have to continue in suffering. You know, I spent years um, where I was continually, I felt like I was digging myself deeper into, into this pit of suffering and, and I wasn't doing the hard things to create the change that really needed to happen. And I don't know if any of you listening today can relate to this, whether it's in a relationship. I mean, I spent about seven years in a relationship that probably should have ended after seven months. Any, anybody out there that can relate to this. I spent, you know, years with a drinking problem and digging myself deeper and deeper into that hole And I share, I shared about that in in episode one, where we talk about shifting, you know, stepping into your next level, uh, identity. And, and so that journey that I had to go on, some of you are in the middle of that journey right now, where you feel like you're like, yep, I'm just digging a little deeper every day, but guess what? Rock bottom is when you stop digging. It is wherever you stop digging. That's when you get to stop suffering stop the madness and do something different but most of us need clear vision for the future and clear first steps to be able to make that change you don't have to wait to be so dissatisfied that you can't stand it another minute in order to start changing You can you can start that process now and you don't even have to wait till tomorrow morning. You don't have to wait till Monday morning. You don't have to wait till January first When there's a new year, you can start right now. So wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this podcast, I want you to stop and take some time to get clear on your vision for the future. Grab your journal, block some time for yourself to do this. There is no greater gift that you can give to yourself than to ask yourself, what do I really want? What are the desires of my heart? And I believe if it is in you, it is for you. If it is a desire that is in your heart, God wants to give you the desires of your heart. I don't think there's a tease. I don't think he's a teasing God. Okay. I think that he wants for you the dreams and the desires that he puts in your heart. And we can pray for insight and pray for wisdom and all of those things. And say, God, give me an intuitive thought and a decision so that I can move forward with clarity and with power. Help me know the next right thing to do. Give me clarity of my next steps. So I want to share with you what happens sometimes when you feel like you have clear vision, when you feel like you have clear next steps, and then something goes wrong. Because some of you said, yeah, that was me. I I wrote down my goals. I wrote down my action steps and I was doing the thing. And then I got stuck. And so here's how to avoid getting stuck when you're on this journey, when you're on this journey towards reaching one of your goals, because there is a step that most people miss. And I'm gonna lean in, I'm gonna give this secret to you today, okay? And so the secret that most people miss when they are setting goals and they're writing down their action steps is this, they don't think about possible obstacles. And so one of the things you can do to avoid getting stuck And even if you're in the middle of feeling stuck right now, you can take this step, you can reset your goals, but you can take this step, which is to write out the action steps that you know need to happen to reach your goals. And then you're not done yet. You have to identify possible obstacles that you will encounter in working towards your goal. So what are the, what are the things that might happen that would keep you from being able to reach your goal? Well, you know, earlier I said, if your one thing goal was to, you know what, I want $200,000 in the bank so that I can start buying short-term rentals. And so I might say, I'm going to refinance my house. Well, if that's my one thing goal, there's some action steps I can take. I need to reach out to multiple lenders and see who's willing to do a refinance. But what are some possible obstacles? Well, what if they say no? What if my house doesn't appraise for what I hoped it would? What if I can't get as much money out of it as I as I thought was possible? Right? What if I don't like the interest rate and it feels like it's a really bad a bad decision at that point? What are my options? What are some possible strategies to overcome those obstacles? And I'm going to write those things down. You're going to write down the strategies to overcome the possible obstacles. Because when we get to the obstacles, when things don't go the way we hoped they would, things are not as easy as we thought they would be. We're working the plan. We're taking the steps and then oops, something happens, we get stuck. But when we have planned for those things in advance and we know what to do because we have a strategy in mind and we can say, Oh, I knew that would probably happen. And so here's my game plan and we just navigate around them. Because here's the deal, if you're watching this on, on YouTube, um, you know, success is not like a this, it's not like a steady climb upward at a diagonal upward, upward trajectory. Success is usually like a dip down and a dip up, and a, you know, a jump up and a dip down and a jump up and a dip down, and it doesn't look like a straight line. But some of us, when we get started, we get one of those dips down and we're like, well, that didn't work, right? Um, not you know that didn't work for me. Works for other people, and it won't work for me. But what the reality is is that you're not seeing the struggle that is happening behind the scenes for other people. You're not seeing the challenges that they are working through and navigating around on their path to success. And so, when when we when something happens and it doesn't go our way, sometimes the majority of people in the world will say, "Well, that didn't work for me." You know, I think 99 people 99% of people who try flipping a house will never flip another house again because they're like, "Well, that didn't go well." And they'll just say, "Well, it's not for me," right? And I know that insanity is doing the same thing over and over expecting a different result. But the reality is is that we can't learn without failure. We can't learn unless there are challenges to overcome. There's no one in the world that just tries something and is successful and does something new and it's successful and and there's never, never failure, right? And so we have to be willing to have the grit to keep going and to navigate those challenges when things are hard. And so I don't know about you, but I am in a process of working on the, the values and the qualities in me that it takes for me to be my next level self. And so I want to encourage you that one of the qualities that, that perhaps that you need to adopt and to be working on just like me, is the, the quality of integrity. And so this is one of my top values as an individual today. And I always bold the word grit in the word integrity. And I love Brene Brown's definition of this word from her book, Dare to Lead. She says, integrity is choosing courage over comfort. It's choosing what's right over what's fun, fast or easy. And it is practicing your values, not just professing them. So what about you today? Are you bold enough? Are you brave enough to choose courage over comfort? Or are you going to continue to suffer in comfort? I've asked you this question before, are you going to continue to suffer in comfort or are you going to be bold enough to do something different? And so my challenge for you today is to get out that journal, to write what a perfect 10 would look like in each of those areas of your life that are important to you and to write your vision for the future and then turn it into your SMART goals turn it into smart goals and then figure out what's my one thing. What's the one thing I could do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary, write down your action steps to get there. And then write down those possible obstacles, because I want for you in your equation in the formula for change, that your clarity of vision for the future is so high that it doesn't it doesn't require you to be so massively dissatisfied with an area of your life in order to create change because you've got vision you've got a bold vision for the future and you have clear first steps to get there and you are in control of that you are the one with the pen in your hand writing the story of your life and you can make it happen whatever it is that you can dream and you can write down on your piece of paper you can make it happen As long as you are taking steps forward, visualize yourself doing the hard things to make it happen. Visualize yourself navigating those possible obstacles and you can make it happen. If you need support on your journey in this process, then I want to encourage you to join me for a free workshop for women entrepreneurs on how to build your personal confidence and become a referrals magnet so you can double your income and live your best life. We talk about the three secrets to double your income, clarity, confidence, and unlimited referrals. You can register for my free workshop today at AndreaIngstrom.com. Now, if something on the show today resonated with you would you just let me know by giving me a review you can put as many stars as you think i deserve on there it just takes a second And then you can drop me a line at andreaingstrom.com. If you're a women entrepreneur, you can also join my Facebook group, Bold Women in Business Sisterhood, where I share strategies for clarity, confidence, and powerful connections so that you can build the business and the life that you deserve. Till next time, I'm Andrea Ingstrom, encouraging you to take action on your dreams. You are the one who makes your dreams come true. Show up to your life with power and authenticity. Be bold, be tenacious and make it happen.